So pile in here and make yourself feel at home. The crowded booth is coming on. The crowded booth. Hey everybody, a crowded booth short here with Bryce Coon alongside Palmer Toms of Dogs 24-7. Palmer, it's been a big day up in Athens. You yourself are not present in Athens, but I think you've talked with enough people that you feel like you're uh, you're back in the classic city, man. First off, kind of give me the impression. June first, we talked about you and I on the, through text about how big of a week this was going to be, um, and I think that it is safe to say that it lived up to the hype and some as Georgia lands two big transfers and Eric Gilbert and Darion Kendrick. Now break this down for me because these are two guys that fill some big time positions for the dogs. Yeah, I mean, it's this is June is going to be a crazy month uh, in general with recruiting opening back up. These kids able to get on campus for the first time in 15 months now. You know, they were last on campus before COVID 19 and in March of 2020. And so, you know, this is long overdue. And, uh, you know, we're feeling, you know, me and you both, we're feeling the uh, craziness of all the recruiting world that's been going on, you know. We knew that it was going to be crazy in terms of the traditional recruiting of high school re recruits, uh, but in the world that we're living in now, the transfer portal is just as important, and uh, Georgia got two big ones out of the portal today, five-star recruits, uh, Eric Gilbert and Darion Kendrick, uh, former five-star recruits out of high school. Kendrick was a uh, wide receiver coming out of high school a couple seasons ago, and, and Gilbert, uh, a tight end, number one tight end in the country, number five player overall. He's out of the Peach State. You know, these these two guys, uh, big time transfer transfers pickups for Georgia, uh, you know, Gilbert, both of them, you know, really fill positions of need for the Bulldogs uh, with Gilbert, you know, picking up some slack on offense. And, and I'm sure we're going to dive into this more, uh, the impact that they can have. But, you know, Gilbert is able to, you know, pick up some of the slack that's going to be left behind losing George Pickens and Kendrick. You know, you look at that secondary, it was depleted, uh, you know, the five guys drafted in the NFL draft. Um, you know, three of those were corners. And then you've got, you know, a transfer out in Tyreek Stevenson. You lose Eric Stokes, mm -hmm. Tyson Campbell, DJ Daniel, Tyreek Stevenson. Those guys are all true traditional corners. Stevenson played more at the star position because those other three guys were able to play on the outside. But, you know, when, when Daniel and uh, when DJ Daniel and, and, and Eric Stokes sat out of the bowl game. He moved outside and played opposite of Tyson Campbell. So, you know, you likely would have seen him on the outside. And then you lose Mark Webb at the star position. You lose Richard LeCount at safety. Uh, secondary was a question for Georgia headed into the spring. And, and, you know, Kendrick can provide some of those answers with his experience. So certainly two big transfer pickups for the Bulldogs. It is, and I think that's what begs the question of, you know, what these guys bring. I mean, Kirby Smart headed into the month of June, Palmer, and I think it's safe to say there were question marks. I mean, the talent was there. The recruiting class that he was bringing onto campus with the early enrollees already getting some time and some guys that will make their way onto campus here soon. The expectations have always been high. I mean, ever since the 2017-2018 National Championship run, I mean, it's seemingly been for the fans, National Championship or bust. So I want to ask you this. Before we look at Georgia's offense, how good is UGA on paper? Because we were talking about it and some of the buzz on social media already is that, you know, this team on paper, you add these two guys in the mix, and I'm, I mean, 
I can read off a list, but it's it would take forever. I mean, at this point, because this roster is really almost complete after some of those additions here today. Yeah, I mean, as Brandon Marcello said on the front page of 247 Sports, it's go time. Georgia has everything it needs to win a national title. Uh, you know, you don't have the quarterback questions that they had. You know, even last season, you look at Georgia on paper last year was the most talented team in the country, but they had questions at major positions. You know, in terms of the 247 sports composite team ranking, they were the number one team in the country, most talented. It was them and Alabama. And we saw those two heavyweights match up uh, last October and, and it went the way of the Crimson Tide, the way that it has gone, uh, you know, that way set last couple of times that these two teams have met. Uh, you know, now been three times in Kirby Smart's tenure, and and all three have been pretty close games. Georgia's been winning at halftime of all three of them and has lost all three of them. So, you know, I, I think the pressure is on for Kirby Smart and, and this team. Uh, you know, like we said, they've got on paper, they've got one of the most talented teams, if not the most talented team in the country. They, they've got answers, you know, they, they, at very key positions. You look at you know, two of the teams that are probably equally as talented in, in Clemson and Alabama, well, both of them are going to be starting, you know, a, a new quarterback this year. Georgia brings back JT Daniels. Georgia brings back, uh, you know, you know, both those teams are going to be breaking in new running backs. Georgia brings mm-hmm. back two of them that, that have plenty of experience and, and two more of them that are incredibly talented between, you know, Zamir White, James Cook, uh, Kendall Milton, and Kenny McIntosh. All four of those guys, guys have experience in Georgia's offense. You know, the wide receiver room, you know, and, and I'm sure that when we start breaking down, you know, what this room can look like, but they bring back the most talent that Georgia might have ever had in, in terms of pass catchers. Uh, and then along the offensive line, they've got, you know, several key pieces returning defensively. You know, Kirby Smart's going to have his guys, you know, ready to go. Like we said, cornerback was a concern, but they've, they've really addressed that hard in the transfer portal between you know, picking up Kendrick today, but also adding Tyke Smith, the you know, a, a transfer from a former All-American from from West Virginia, mm-hmm. and and Brandon Turnage, who's kind of an do-it-all guy in the secondary at Alabama. Uh, you know, Georgia on paper has the pieces to win a national championship, and and the pressure is certainly on for Kirby Smart. The pressure is certainly on, and I'll tell you one thing: this might be shaping up to be one of the more higher-profile season openers we've seen between Clemson and Georgia, especially adding in the fact that Darion Kendrick will be lining up against his former team. I want to quickly just break down both of these guys because you talked a little bit about what they can add. You mentioned it, the wide receiver room. Eric Gilbert might be joining some of the wide receiver meetings. Rusty Manziel, 24-7 Sports with you guys, has already kind of talked about in his exclusive with Gilbert that he will see some time at wide receiver. Now, I know all of the uh, – <laughs> All of the old school football fans are salivating the fact of a two tight end set with Darnell Washington and Gilbert, but there's Brock Bowers. John Fitzpatrick is still on the roster. I mean, this is, you have to think that JT Daniels now, even losing George Pickens, has all the ammo. So, what would you say just briefly about Gilbert and this offense and what kind of firepower they have? Yeah, you, you talk about losing Pickens and then adding Gilbert. You know, when you when you lose a big-bodied receiver like Pickens, you know, a guy that can go up and get it, get those 50-50 balls, you know, to add a guy like Gilbert kind of, you know, makes it, you know, replaces him, makes it a net zero thing, um, you know, where, you know, you're not losing something, you're not really, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're losing an incredible talent, but you're gaining an incredible talent. So your team is not getting worse, uh, you know, per se here. 
So, you know, I, like you said, I think you probably will see Gilbert some as a traditional, you know, inline tight end, but I think you'll, you know, and, and that's going to be something that gives defensive coordinators, you know, headaches, uh, you know, thinking about mm-hmm. how am I going to defend a six foot eight, 260 pound Darnell Washington, along with Eric Gilbert, how am I going to defend, you know, a guy that can spread the field like Brock Bowers along with Eric Gilbert. John Fitzpatrick is a guy that has been in this system for a while now. And, you know, he's not necessarily someone that you fear as a pass catcher, but he's a talented tight end where, you know, if you need to run block, you know, George is going to run the ball. Don't, hmm. don't get me wrong. George is going to have these wide receivers, but they are still going to run the ball. You know, I mentioned those four running backs and, and the offensive line. They are going to, you know, this is still RBU. They're going to run the ball. And so, you know, I, I think see Gilbert, kind of take on the role that Pickens had. And I think it opens up, you know, some of these guys that, you know, when, when you lose Pickens in the spring, you're thinking, okay, how can we replace him? You know, you, you move AD Mitchell around out there. You, you put more pressure on a true freshman like him. You, you feel like you, you feel like you want to get your best, you know, five guys out on the field uh, in, in terms of the wide receivers. And, and that's probably for Georgia. That's probably Jermaine Burton. Kyrus Jackson, mm-hmm. Arian Smith, you know, guys like that. That Demetrius Robertson has a ton of experience in this system. Marcus Rosemey, Jack Saint has a bunch of. He's a bigger bodied receiver that has experience and and has you know a limited amount of production. But you know he was limited by injury, not by his own doing. Uh, and then you bring back Dominic Blaylock as well. So you know those guys. You were thinking that you were going to have to maybe move some of them around into positions that they weren't necessarily comfortable with. Uh, and now, you know, bringing in Gilbert where you can kind of just replace Pickens that way, it, it, it frees those guys up, you know, to play roles that they are very comfortable in uh, and, and positions that they have played for, you know, their entire lives. And then flipping over the defensive side, Darion Kendrick is going to, and you you talked about it a little bit, he's going to shore up defensively where this uh, cornerback room really didn't have much of anybody. So that has gotten garnered a collegiate start under their belt, Palmer. I think it's very important to see what this team could do. Kendrick comes in. You talked about the two other transfers. I mean, Kirby Smart and I would say the entire back end of the offense, we knew that front seven was going to be really good. But the back end now kind of feels like you feel a little more comfortable rolling into that game against Clemson uh, around Labor Day weekend. Yeah, and and I mean – in terms of what you want as a secondary, you know, if, if you're playing in the secondary, you want, you know, to know, hey, I don't have to guard this guy, you know, all day because I've got a front seven that's going to help me out. They're going to get to the quarterback. They're going to put pressure on, you know, DJ in that first game. They're going to put pressure on SEC quarterbacks and they're going to wreak havoc. I mean, that's what Georgia has wanted to do for, you know, several years under Kirby Smart and Dan Lanning. And, and that's what they're going to do. Uh, with a talented front seven that you know features got likes of Jordan Davis, Adam Anderson, Nolan Smith, uh, you know Trayvon Walker, um, you know Jalen Carter. The names keep going. <laughs> Nicobe Dean, Quay Walker. Uh, like you said, the names just keep going. Um, you know, that's what you want if you're a secondary player. And, and so, you know, on the back end, I think they feel very confident, e- even though they lose a lot. They feel very confident. You know, a guy that has started you know, for three years at at safety in Richard LeCount, they feel confident that they can replace him because they got experience doing that. You know, he goes down with his injury on October 31st and and Chris Smith steps in and and they're able to replace run and see, hey, 
you know, is, is Smith up to the task or, or do we need to go out and find some safety help in the portal? He, mm-hmm. he certainly was up to the task and, and Georgia, you know, played great football down the stretch, probably their best football of the season. Uh, you know, after that Florida loss, granted the, the schedule lightened up quite a bit, but um, you know, you, you saw the secondary get comfortable. You saw Smith really get comfortable. Lewis seen as a guy that, will have a year under his belt as a starter and, and two years under his belt in this system. He knows what he's doing, uh, you know, in, in terms of replacing the star position. I mentioned Tyke Smith earlier. He's a guy that played safety, but probably fits that mold of a star more. Um, but even if, he, you know, even if he has to play some safety, you know, Georgia loses major burns to the transfer portal. You know, they, they need some depth at safety. And, and so, you know, Tyke Smith can, you know, Similar, similar to what you know, the Gilbert edition does. Mm-hmm. It allows these guys to play multiple positions, play positions that they're more comfortable in, and so you know they can build the depth in the secondary. Um, you know, having Tyke Smith as a backup at safety in an emergency option. Option. You've got you know Latavius Brinney and, and William Poole, guys that have experience there uh, that could also play the star position. You know, I mentioned Brandon Turnage as a kind of do-it-all guy. He's probably going to fit in very well to Georgia's dime package as, you know, a guy that could play safety and, and be a run stopper and be a physical presence, but also has the traits of a cornerback that can guard a guy out in space. And so, you know, that that's kind of what you want when when there's more receivers on the field. It's, it's more of a passing situation, and, and you essentially want a corner out there, uh, but you've got to have someone that can, you know, be at the line of scrimmage and play physically. Turnage is going to be that guy. Uh, and, and then in terms of the cornerback position where Kendrick probably most affects it, you plug him in as your number one corner from day one. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, day one is going to be against his former foes, uh, you know, in, in the Clemson Tigers. And, and so, you know, that opens up, you know, where Georgia was questioning the cornerbacks, you know, had a competition rolling with Amir Speed. Uh, Jalen Kimber, Keely Ringo, those three guys were kind of ahead of the rest of them. Uh, in, in terms of, you know, guys that, that were going to be among the major rotating guys uh, that you were probably going to have those three guys rotating as your two outside cornerbacks. Now that frees up some of those guys to say, hey, Keely Ringo, maybe you go play star in a, in a package. Mm-hmm. We don't need you on the outside. Or, you know, you, you can trust, cross train here. You know, um, it also, you know, makes a great competition for that second spot if Kendrick does end up taking the first spot, which I would fully expect him to do, um, you know, a guy with that many starts under his belt, big game experience, uh, you know, it, it's what Georgia wants and, and what Georgia needed uh, getting a guy from the transfer portal. So I think the, the addition of both Gilbert and Kendrick today, uh, you know, huge for Georgia, just in terms of building depth, opening up, you know, the, this is a talented roster. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about that earlier. And adding these two guys frees up a lot of guys that are incredibly talented to play positions where they are comfortable and, you know, show that talent off. Yeah, it gives Georgia depth. And I'll tell you one thing, they add to the treasure chest. And for Florida fans, on the same day that Dan Mullen gets his extension announced. So that's kind of hysterical that uh, Gilbert will be suiting up for the dogs. But, Palmer, we do appreciate you uh, talking with us here kind of about – uh, what's going on in Athens. We didn't even touch on any recruiting stuff. That'll happen in the weeks to come, but it was a big day here on June 1st for Georgia and their fans as they added two big key cogs to their roster. And 
like we said earlier, I think they may have plugged the holes that they have, and we are now under 100 days till they will suit up and play against the Clemson Tigers. Paul, we appreciate your time. And everyone, make sure to follow Palmer on social media, Dogs 24-7 as well, for your latest Georgia updates. And make sure to follow us on the Crowded Booth on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We appreciate it, and we'll see you next time.